Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was her pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. So gotta catch them all. It's time for... I never saw that. This week on I Never Saw That, we are very excited. We are doing an unusual episode this week, and we have a very special guest whom we will... uh, Actually, we'll just let him introduce himself in a second. Uh, But he's going to be talking with us about the Pokemans. Am I saying that right? (laughs) (laughs) I think you got it. That's what my dad calls it. Same. It's Colin Parker from everything. Colin, you're involved in so many things. I am involved. Almost too many things, but I love it. Yeah. I like being busy. Um, Yes, I'm Colin Parker. Um, I am the... uh, pod boss over at the scavengers network and i'm on shows like journey under 30 the bad pen pal and myth takes and then i do as many mm-hmm. guest spots as i possibly can <laughs> yay well we're stoked that you're here with us and this is your last collaboration of 2018 right uh it is yes this will be my 40th uh recording with uh someone that isn't like who i normally work with um, right. So it's wow. my twentieth, fortieth. Uh, I mean, collaboration of collaborate team stronger together. <laughs> That's fantastic! Yay! Well, we're honored. Thank you. Yep. Thanks for letting me be. Uh, th- thanks for letting me be here. Sorry, so I can have that forty. Yeah. And for letting me be on um, the show because I love it. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. We're very we, excited I love your because shows too. Jen mentioned that this is kind of an unusual episode for us uh, because we're going to be talking about. We've talked about movies, music. Uh, music videos but we've never talked about a video game we haven't and the other thing that's unusual about this is that we have not experienced it we know nothing about pokemans yeah like (laughs) normally normally we watch the movie or we do the thing and talk about it and this time we um this is a thing that we have not done before and colin is gonna like teach us about and um i'm i'm like really excited about it actually yeah no me too i i love talking about this stuff like i'm like you know i mean i'm not someone who necessarily keeps up with it to this day like i don't know Mm -hmm. maybe i am now old so like there's like new pokemon and i'm kind of like uh it's not not my pokemon Um, (laughs) right right but i grew up with with this game and the original iterations of the games and everything like that um, yeah. So what I kind of have here prepared for us today is a couple little like bits of like trivia about the games and Pokemon in general. And then nice. um, as we're recording this, I'm also recording myself play the game. And so I will uh, put the two together after the episode comes out so that people can oh, see nice. what we're talking about as we go and stuff like that. So oh, that's oh, like a two yeah, for one awesome. podcast and let's play of... Pokemon Red, um, which I'll talk about why it's Pokemon Red um, in a second here. So if you don't mind, I'd like to throw a couple little notes out here to you, a couple little trivia pieces. 
please yes, do. Please. So in 1996, uh, Pokemon made its debut in Japan uh, as two games, which was Red and Green. Um, mm-hmm. It would later be released in America in 1998 as Pokemon Red and Blue. And actually, sorry, real quick, before I go on with this trivia, I do have, uh, just so we can move forward with the video aspect of it. So in the game, you do, I'm kind of skipping around a little bit here, I apologize. That's okay, no worries. That's what we do all the time. Perfect. Um, So you start off with one of three starter Pokemon. I'm trying to remember what order they are on the table as. So if I'm not mistaken, nailed it. Okay, so... Pokemon number one in the Pokedex, as it says right here, is Bulbasaur. He is a grass-type Pokemon. Okay. Um, He's a little guy. Yeah, they're they're all little when they start off, but they get they get pretty big. Uh, so that's Bulbasaur. <laughs> this okay. should be Squirtle. Yes, perfect. Um, he's technically number seven, so he's the third in in the line. Squirtle is a little water turtle, right? Um, so that's twenty pounds cute. and one foot tall. That he's I like dense. Squirtle. Yeah, he's he's the he's a little guy. And then there's Charmander. Um, oh, he uh, is a little little kind of like Salamander with uh, a little flame on his tail. Um, so you get to pick one of these three. So do you want Bulbasaur, Ooh. Charmander, or Squirtle? You go, Jen. I say Charmander. Charmander. Okay. That yeah. is a good choice, Charmander. I didn't want to say it. I w- I want to <laughs> make sure that you guys knew. Like what you were doing, kind of thing, or like you guys were making the choices. Charmander is actually my favorite. Um, awesome. In the first games, though, he of course was like he is sort of like almost like playing on like expert mode because uh, he is not made for the first two gyms that you fight. Like he is weak mm-hmm. against both of them, so uh. it makes it very difficult. But I always thought it was worth it. Um, so of course, this game is kind of like rock paper scissors in a way, but with way more pieces um everybody is strong or weak against different types so we picked fire so of course this jerk here uh, our rival he picked <laughs> squirtle because squirtle is strong against charmander right. um so anyway so he's of course going to challenge me to a fight luckily it's he doesn't have any water moves yet okay let me get real quick through the, all the trivia though now that he's gonna fight me uh, so in 1997, the anime series launched on television, uh, which featured uh-huh. a different character than these games that I'm playing right now. Even though oh. they look kind of similar, they are different. Um, okay. The show features Ash Ketchum and his starter Pokemon, which is Pikachu. Uh, in the same year, there was a manga uh-huh. series called Pokemon Adventures, uh, and that's based around the hero of the original games, whose name is Red, which is why I named my character Red. Um, and, uh, I know that's a little confusing as well, uh, because then there was Blue, his rival, uh, which is the other game, Red and Blue, which is very kind of interesting how that worked out. Um, mm. I think it gets a little confusing because you're talking about names that, that are also the names of games, right. uh, but it, it is what it is. In the TV show, those characters were named Ash and Gary, um, I guess just trying to make it as Americanized as possible. <laughs> um, their designs were very Gary. similar. Yeah, they, they, Gary, Gary Oak, um, <laughs> you know, the grandson of the professor that just gave us these little monsters. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I hope that uh, that's all the confusing <laughs> bits of this part, though. I think, cool. I think that's as complicated as it gets. Um, okay. I will say, as you may have seen in the very beginning, I immediately went to my computer and pulled out a potion. So that way I didn't lose this battle. You can usually win it, but like sometimes chance happens in these games and people get what they call critical hits and you just sort of 
pass out. So I just okay. want to make sure I won this since this is going on the internet forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, this was originally a Game Boy game, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, that's why it okay. looks so crappy. <laughs> it's like it's it, this version here shows like the original like green and black screen that the Game mm-hmm. Boy had. Um, very 8-bit and very choppy. All the music is also 8-bit. Um, mm. and it's, it's, um, it's funky. And like, of course, the Pokemon look very different than they do in the show because you can only make them look so good on yeah. very, very awful numbers of pixels. Um, uh, I have a question, actually. Yeah. So I was, in 1996, I was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. And I knew people that played Pokemon, but they had cards. Did the card game come out first? Um, so the card game uh, came out after the game game. Oh, interesting. But the card game came out in America before the game ever reached us here. Because I see. It, it, it showed oh, up in Japan sense. in 96, but the cartridge came out in 98. Mm. Um, it was released uh, in September of 1998 here in America. Um, and so uh, that's actually when I got my first copy. It was like an early birthday present. Back then, there wasn't really, like, midnight releases of anything. Um, so my mom stood with me very early in line on a Saturday morning. Um, <laughs> and we got uh, Pokemon Red for the Game Boy slash Game Boy Pocket, um, which is just, you know, an amazing thing. Like, there was no backlight, so it was, like, very yeah. bad on the eyes, which is probably why my eyesight has been terrible since I was a child. It's all <laughs> Pokemon's fault. Oh, it's from... yeah. I'm sure my parents <laughs> probably believe that as well. Oh, um, uh, yeah, probably. But uh, interestingly enough, just the following year, they came out with Pokemon Yellow, which was the first Pokemon game that would work with... I mean, technically, you could plug this into a Game Boy Color, but it wouldn't change the appearance of them, right? But Pokemon right. Yellow, things actually were finally multicolor. Mm. Um, and uh, it, was, it, it was very... Different and yet kind of very much the same. It was essentially like a reskin of the game that we're playing now, only mm-hmm. it added elements from the TV show. So you had a Pikachu as your starter rather than Charmander, and Pikachu followed you around. Um, and you could capture every single one of the original starters by like showing your worth kind of thing, which was like kind of a weird concept. It's like, oh, you have a badge, you're probably strong enough to have this thing. It's like, well, wait a minute. Uh. I didn't have a badge to get it in the other game. So I don't know. It's a little it's a little funky, mm. but they try to follow like certain bits of the TV series. I think again, just it's a little bit of a cash grab, but it was very oh, nice yeah. to have oh, Pikachu totally. follow you around. It was kind of cute. It's Aww. been a very successful cash grab because I did do a little bit of research before mm-hmm. we started recording and Pokémon is the highest grossing media franchise of all time oh yeah and i'm not surprised by that at all i mean especially because they keep adding to it you know like that's that's the big thing that they do right and so i want to if you don't mind colin just real quick i would like to fill you in on like what we do know Mm -hmm. like just because go for it (laughs) um i i also it's partially just because i want to hear micah say what he knows about this but (laughs) so for me like i uh, I missed, I missed all of this, but I was also older. Like you're quite a bit younger than we are. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my cousins, my quite a bit younger cousins were really into Pokemon, but I not only was gone when it came out, but like, I just missed, I missed that moment entirely. Right. So like, I've never seen the show. I've never played any of the games. Um, well, I did play Pokemon Go 
a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. I got into that for a pretty, you know, for a little while. Yeah, so I, did I know. Too. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. So what I know about about them is that they evolve. Yes. And that's about. I mean, I know who some of the some of them are. Pikachu used to be the only one I recognized, which now it makes sense to me that that was right from the show. Like that's the one that everyone recognized because of that. Yeah, um, yeah. He was kind Iron of Man. a very popular face even early on. I think I don't know why people gravitated to him. I think yeah. even before the show came out, I think Pikachu was just sort of like. I think they just kind of knew that they had something in that character. Uh-huh. Kind of like how Marvel had like Spider-Man be part of its logo for forever because they right. knew like that was their most special thing that they ever created. I think it was the same thing there. Yeah. Yeah. And he's cute. And like, is, yeah. you know, people like that. I ran a marathon with Pikachu once. Really? <laughs> like someone dressed as a Pikachu? Or- yes. I did the um, the Hawaii, the Honolulu marathon. And it's the closest marathon to japan oh. that isn't like a competitive because marathons in japan you have to qualify they're all like boston basically so this one you just pay and you can go you anybody can run it so like twenty thousand people run it and it's right before christmas and so people wear santa claus costumes and all kinds of different things there's right. tons of japanese tourists and there were several pikachus full body costume that's adults amazing running dude marathon. that would be so uncomfortable to run an yeah. entire marathon like that and I don't understand why. That's um, wow. There's no reason. <laughs> wow. Okay. So yeah. So that's oh, well. Wait. What do you know about? Do you know anything about Pokemon? I like know it? that Jen played it a lot. Uh-huh, and you got annoyed. And no, I just when you were walking into shit, sometimes <laughs> that was annoying. I walked into shit. And, um, I know that there are Pokeballs. Yes. I don't know what they are. Okay. And I know that my dad at the time <laughs> during the Pokemon craze. The Pokemon Go craze. Yeah, the he recent. has an old flip phone that when he's trying to read a text on it or do something with it, he holds it up, you know, like like old men do right. about two and a half feet from your face <laughs> yeah. and you kind of squint at it and it looks like you're pointing it at something. And a woman walked by and told him, You're not gonna catch any Pokemans on that thing. That sounds yeah, that, about right. That yeah. is actually why we say Pokemans. Yeah, you know, it's was really funny, funny, like, my dad complains about it sometimes, and, like, he's like, I took you to see the first movie for Pokemon. It's like, look, I was a kid, like, I wasn't going to go see Gone with the Wind, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, granted, that was <laughs> well out of theaters at that point, but, I mean, I wasn't going to go see, like, a big right. adult movie at that point. I was like, I'm going to yeah. see Pokemon, you of know? Of course. And, honestly, it had a very powerful message, and that first movie can still make you cry, because it has... A moment that I don't want to spoil because we're not here to okay. necessarily to get fully into that plot, but there's a moment in that movie that can like that can still make a grown man cry. It's that movie gets a little little heartfelt. Yeah, that's the part I definitely did not know about this. I thought it was just more like a I what I thought was like it was a card like trading game. Mm-hmm. So I'm really intrigued by that. Like that it actually that there's so much more to it than I realized. Um yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, um, I'll, what do yeah, you? So, real quick, just to just so you know, because I'm about to buy these, so I'm about to buy Pokeballs. Um, nice. So Pokeballs are what you use to capture Pokemon, right? So you know you have the whole okay. I gotta catch them all thing. Now, yes. this is another way that you know that they're smart with how they make the games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, because I picked Charmander, I cannot pick Squirtle or Bulbasaur. 
and they do not show up in the wild. So the only way that I can oh. get those Pokemon is to buy a cable so that I can trade Pokemon with my friends and or buy the game myself and trade with myself and oh. uh, or buy a second game and a second Game Boy. Um, oh. So, you know, people wow. that and also there are uh, Pokemon that you only find in Pokemon Red and some that are only available in Pokemon Blue. Um, so, like, they have, like, regional Pokemon. And so, like, that's how they that's how they get you, you know? Like, oh, totally. You can only capture them all if you trade. So, uh-huh. if you were playing on your Game Boy with yes. Pokemon Blue and your friend was playing with Pokemon Red, you mm-hmm. could trade for a Red-exclusive Pokemon and get it on your game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of the times, wow. people would also do these things where, like, they would uh, just trade a bunch of Pokemon over to one game essentially like they would just start the game over and over and over again and then they would trade back a few pokemon so that, that way both people could have all three starters mm. um and there are some pokemon that only evolve through trade which is very interesting how they do that in um in pokemon go because you used to not be able to trade things so in order to level up things like haunter into gengar um when you finally get them to a certain level like you had to have like a specific item in your pack that looked like a Game Boy Link. Um, and that was to represent that, like, in the games you have to trade them. <laughs> really? To evolve them. Yeah, and I think that was kind of a cool little touch. Uh, That's funny. Sorry, I was trying to think of where I'm going to go. Um, no, yes, I do have yeah, to do a little level grind. Tell us here. what you're doing here. Like, what's happening? What's been happening while we've been talking? Sure. So while we've been talking, um, I bought a few Pokeballs. I have captured a male Nidoran. Um, there's a male and a female. The male evolves into Nido Reno and then into Nido King. Uh, the female version of Nido Ran evolves into Nido Rena and then into Nido Queen. Um, in the first versions of these games, there were no genders assigned to any Pokemon, with the exception of those two, which oh. is kind of an interesting thing. Like the yeah, second that's... generation of games is when you first started seeing them label boys and girls. Um, hmm. And, you know, it's a little kind of like there really is only two genders in the Pokemon world. But that's only because they added this whole thing of, like, breeding. So you could get baby Pokemon. Um, That's really the only reason why they introduced it. Like, it really didn't make much of a difference in the games, like, if they were male or female. Um, It was just for, like, it's kind of also weird to think that, like, it's a children's game. They're like, "Mm, breed. Yeah, Pokemon. (laughs) Kind of an odd (laughs) thing to do, Nintendo. But Do you have to have them both in your like you have to have both of them and then you like set them off you in a little them? romantic corner you do actually you literally you <laughs> drop them off at the daycare and then you come back and he's like we don't know what happened but we turned around and suddenly there was an egg and you're like oh dude that daycare would get shut down in the real oh, world damn. yeah yeah like you know like in like that old man was like now fuck you know what i mean it's like <laughs> really weird because it's like, it is an old man and his wife, and they're just like, mm, we don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, God. It's, yeah, it's very gross. That's... Is there weird, like, 8-bit porn music that plays? No, but I wish. That would be amazing if, like, every time you got an egg, it was like, <laughs> like that was so good. You know, or it's like, suddenly it's like, boom. And, like, oh, my You hear, like, God. weird R&B music, and you're like, what, yeah. what's happening? That's a really good idea. That would be pretty great. Hey, uh, yeah. Nintendo and Game Freak. I will take $1 million, please, and I will send you my PayPal. <laughs> it was a real missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so, you know, in, in Pokemon games, I mean, kind of almost like any game where you have things that have levels and moves and everything like that, you have to do um, level grinding and stuff like that. So, you know, for mm-hmm. example, like I will eventually go through a forest, um, but I'm literally just training up these Pokemon so that they can go uh, beat the crap out of other people's Pokemon. It's mm-hmm. a little bit like dogfighting, which is very weird, except in this, like, they want to <laughs> fight. Like, they're, like, uh-huh. about it. Like, they're kind of like, yeah, no, we are we love to fight. Like, let's do this. Yeah. V- again, very, very strange. Also, one last weird thing about this. Uh, you get your first Pokemon when you hit the, um, the age of 10. So, as a 10-year-old, oh. you get a lizard that has a flame on its tail. And you're just given a few empty balls and set and set out into the world. It's like, don't come back till you have them all. Goodbye. It is Weird. very odd. And like, they're encouraging children to fight adults. It's, I, I mean, like, their world is very <laughs> right, like- different than ours. Like that the whole weird. concept is very interesting. Like I always, it always makes me wonder who came up with this concept. How you know, like wh- where did this come from? Yeah, I I'm not 100 sure where the Pokemon world like culture comes from because they don't really explain much as to like how they got to this point. You know, like how did we get to a point where we were capturing Pokemon and using them as you know battles and stuff like that, and like using them yeah. to do things like help with construction and you know like it's very strange i mean like there's also not really normal animals i mean every now and then you might see like right. a normal bird but like yeah you know the 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 cops they have a growlith instead of like a canine like dog unit they have a uh-huh. pokemon dog essentially um oh. that acts as oh, their funny. like you Wait, know there partner. are cops yeah there's uh officer jenny uh, oh, and there's funny. an Officer Jenny in every town. Every single Officer one of them Jenny? is Same called Officer, Officer Jenny. That's Whoa. weird. I just find it so interesting that there are cops in this game. Like what? Yeah, for what? you don't you don't see them much like in this game, but like you'll see because there's gangs in this world. It's it's weird. It I, it, I love Pokemon so much because it is just a bonkers world. There's like a terrorist organization, essentially, that's just like, but like most of their people are just like street level gang members. It's so weird. Wow. Um, See, I had no idea there was this much context. Like I, I want to actually, I want to learn to play, I want to learn to play the card game also. The Um, card game is, is slightly confusing. Like, oh, is it? Like, it's one of those things where, so like with this game, right, or like almost any video game, it's like you are given moves and you are told how many times you can use it. Um, right. And it's like, again, you know, kind of like rock, paper, scissors. Like, you are effective against some Pokemon, not effective versus some. And in some situations, you have some Pokemon that can't be affected at all. Like, you can't use oh. a ground move against a flying type. Um, oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Or like a normal type, right, against like a ghost, because the idea is that a normal does the same type of things that a human could do basically and like a human can't uh-huh. hurt a ghost so it's like it's like really weird laws oh, yeah. and rules but i mean there's really like really interesting to it it's very weird can they die do they die if they uh, get so you will never have a pokemon like die like by your hand kind of thing or like uh-huh. within your well, see, that's like I'll, I'll get to that. There is okay. a weird conspiracy theory that you, your character in this particular <laughs> game, does kill someone's Pokemon. Um, oh, 
which I'll get to in a second. But like, essentially, okay. there is this thing of like ghost Pokemon exist, and so the idea is that they are supposed to be either Pokemon or sometimes even people who have like weird spirits that get left behind, and they become pokemon like because they become like enchanted or or, or it, again there's all sorts of different pieces of oh. lore depending on which one you're looking at um pokemon can die of old age and technically they can die in other mm. circumstances they basically okay. never try to show that though um okay. i think because so it don't... is geared towards kids right okay yeah so or they don't they, they don't die better. from fighting right i mean it's that's sort of this thing that like is also this really odd thing in in this particular game so i'm actually as we're talking i'm going against a ratata um Uh which is just like a little rat pokemon and your rival has one in his team um for the first i think two times that you battle him okay um and or three times technically um and then all of a sudden he no longer has that pokemon uh and Part of it is that, like, you know, you in a way it makes sense, right? Like, a lot of times people have some Pokemon in the very beginning of the game to help them get through certain challenges, and then they don't have them again later because, you know, there's strategy to this, right? And mm-hmm. why would you keep a rat normal type with you at all times, right? It's, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, the next time you see him is when you're in this building um, in a city called Lavender City. Where they have a Pokemon Tower that is a giant, like, grave spot, essentially. It's like there are graves on levels and stuff like that. And uh, so people go there to pay respects to Pokemon who have passed on. Oh, wow. Um, And so you fight – I don't think you fight him, actually. I think you just see him, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But you do go there and you see him there and he's like, what? Why am I here? Uh, I'm just – I'm here to pay respect to Pokemon. Like, you know, F off, right? Uh, he doesn't say F off, but like that's his attitude. <laughs> but yeah, basically. But, yeah, yeah. You know, there's this weird conspiracy theory that you kill that Raticate um, oh. in like your last battle, and that's why he's there. Because like huh. there's this, because when a Pokemon uh, runs out of hit points, HP, right, um, they pass out, right? They faint. Um, and it'll say, oh, you know, okay. Charmander fainted, right? Um, so, like, for example, I'm, I have a Nidoran on the screen right now fighting a Rattata, and if I beat it down, like, oh, this could be quick, actually, because um, I just took out more than half in one hit. But, like, you know, if <laughs> I take out this thing, it should say that he uh, faints. Uh, okay. The text is a little slow, so I'm, I'm trying not to, like, run through it super quick. Tackle, and so it should say, right, yeah, enemy Rattata nice. faints. Okay. And so they like pass out essentially. And like, got it. And so the idea is that if you run out of Pokemon, like you as a trainer, you black out and then uh... you wake up in a Pokemon center and they, you know, have healed all your Pokemon. They're like, better luck next uh... time. Right. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And so then you, you just kind of like get back out there and it's like, oh, okay, I lost. Uh, I've right. got to go back out there and do my thing. Um, so now, if, does that mean that if you, if you're, Pokemon, if you're, excuse me, Pokemans were <laughs> evolved, that they would then go back to their No, uh, they, they, don't, okay. they don't go backwards. Um, okay. There was a TV series called Digimon that did that whole sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, they are not related, and uh, a lot of people think that Pokemon, uh, or sorry, that Digimon copied off Pokemon, but technically Digimon was first- 
Uh, it's oh, very really? weird, but like it's it's you know, Japan and like anime has a lot of things like monster fighting and uh-huh. mech suits kind of thing. So it's like it's just kind of a popular trope. But Pokemon, yeah. I think, definitely became like the big one. Um, I mean, just like you said, it's like the number one uh, thing that's out there. That's amazing. Yeah, I that's, had no that idea. That is amazing. Yeah. yeah, and it's great because, like, you know, especially in like, sorry, I got distracted from uh, the game because I was just sitting here talking about it. Um, <laughs> but like, I I love these games because you know, again, there was a lot of strategy. And what's funny is that when I first started playing this game, so it came out in America in '98, so I was seven years old, um, mm. and I think that it took me probably like two, maybe three years to actually beat the game because I liked. Pokemon a lot, but like for example, like I would really get attached to one or two Pokemon, uh-huh. um, like Charmander and stuff like that. Right. And like he's technically not the best starter in this version of the game. Like when they relaunched the game, they made him more balanced. Um, okay, but you know it's this thing of like I really like Charmander, but he really wasn't great in this in this version of the game. So I had mm. he was one of my only two strong Pokemon. And because he wasn't great, he kept dying, and then so like I kept like failing at the uh, last stages of the of the game. Um, okay. There's this when so the whole premise of the game. I realized I didn't even say this. So you <laughs> start off with the game, and what you're trying to do is you're trying to ah shoot I accidentally stopped talking to this started talking to this lady again. Um, <laughs> the the one thing that really sucks about these games is, like you can't like cancel necessarily oh, when you yeah. start talking uh-huh. to someone. So you have yes. to like wait until they give you an option to like escape from it. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So like you you go through and there are eight gyms that you want to collect the badges from. And it gets harder and harder as you go, right? Like their Pokemon are stronger and stronger. Um, mm-hmm. And so you need to level up. And that's why I've been sitting out here kind of like grinding some levels and getting some strength uh-huh. so that by the time I get to the next city after this, uh, here we go. And so here's my rival here. So I can fight him again. Um, and basically, right now, he's going to say, hey, I was like, you're going to the Pokemon League? Well, you can't because you probably don't have any badges. Uh, the guard won't let you through. So, like, basically, like, uh-huh. you have to get all eight badges to make it past the eighth guard. Mm. And they go, okay, you're strong enough to go against what they call the Elite Four. So uh-huh. you get you go against the four best trainers in the world. And then you have to fight the champion because someone just won right before you and surprise surprise it's your rival so you have to go <laughs> back up against your rival and basically claim that champion spot from him and okay. then his grandfather professor oak the guy that gave you this pokemon comes to you and is like oh you've done it good job grandson i'm disappointed you suck major balls and he's <laughs> he's like grandpa you should have gotten here earlier like then he couldn't have done this and he's like no 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 if you were good enough, you would have kept him from winning. You know, so it's like this really weird struggle between a boy and his grandfather. Yeah, like who, family dynamics going on there. Like, I, like, and I love this game because it's kind of like it's got a cool mechanic where like you can name the character in the beginning um, after yourself, or you can name the character whatever you want. You know, to kind of go along with like the original names for the characters, I went with red and blue for mm-hmm. these characters. But you can name your rival, too, which is weird that, like, the grandfather is like, mm, what's that little shithead's name? And you can be like, mm, douche nozzle. That's probably, 
probably too many letters, but you can definitely, I th- I'm pretty sure you can fit douchebag in there. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they had, they didn't have a list of things that weren't allowed. There oh, yeah, no, yeah, They didn't and have I the technology for that. I think it still isn't. I think, like, you can still, I mean, in some games, your rival's name is picked for you, uh, uh-huh. but in some, you still get to pick them, um, which I think is great because then, like, it's great when you walk into a room and it's like, mm-hmm. Dickwad wants to fight, and I think <laughs> <Yeah>. it's hilarious. <laughs> Um, I think it's so funny, and I'm always like, "Oh, hilarious. I love this!" Oh my god! And for kids, like uh, that's so to be able to choose, so funny, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I named my very first time. His name was Buttface because oh, I, I, you know, I was, I was uh, seven. Yeah, I was seven. Yeah, and not very Aww. creative. That's I was like, cute. <laughs> I, Buttface. <laughs> so I, like I think face. that's really interesting that you were like seven or eight when this came out and you played it because just for some like context with us. I we were like that age when Super Mario Brothers came out when the original Nintendo entertainment yeah. system came out in the US I think. So well I've been thinking about Zelda a lot watching yeah, you play Zelda, this. Zelda, Super Mario Brothers. These are the types of games like I'm watching you play this and you just know exactly where everything is uh-huh. and where to go and you're clicking through all the menus really fast. So it helps me understand like how much you played this because <laughs> right. that's Cause how we I know feel how about much those we games. played Super Mario Brothers and Legend of Zelda and yeah. Yeah. yeah I so mean, when you're doing these battles, yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, um, you're not like getting these Pokemon when you defeat them. No, you have to like okay. literally go out and fight them. Um, I also definitely did not level grind enough before coming into this fight, <laughs> which I'm just now realizing. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, maybe I'll secretly cut that part out and then uh, come back and beat him and be like, "Oh, look, first try." Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, it's this thing of, I mean, I, and I also feel bad that I'm kind of going, like, blasting through certain menus, but, like, the text, no, especially in this game, is very slow. Yeah. Um, yeah, and repetitive, so to, I'm right, sure. Yeah, to, in, yeah. Yes, yes. So to get through, like, all the, yeah, see, I just, I fucking died. Oh, um, no. I was like, I'm pretty sure all his Pokemon are, like, level 7 or level 8, and they were, like, level 9, and I only mm-hmm. have one level 9 Pokemon, so I was like, whoops. Uh, oh, I bet you I lost some money, too, didn't I? Yikes, yes. That's okay. And so that's, that's another thing that happens, right? So you lose money if you lose, but if you win, you get money. And so that's how you can buy more Pokeballs and potions uh, and Pokemon revives and stuff like that, which is very important for uh, things like when you go against the Elite Four, because you can't go back and heal Pokemon after battles. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, you have to do it using items. Like, you have to do mm. the Elite Four through the champion all kind of like in one shot. So, like, you know, that's why level grinding is an important aspect of this game. And I mean, almost any kind of role playing game that you mm-hmm. have out there, you have, you're always going to spend time going, all right, I'm going to stay here for 20 minutes and fight mm-hmm. X number of whatever until I reach this level. And then I'll, and then I'll move right. on. And I think it also is really unfortunate that like things are a little bit easier in the very beginning, because I think for a beginner, they may not know to do that. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, you kind of you kind of need that crutch, I think, for especially for younger kids. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Cause like I didn't understand it when I first started. So like I kept going to that guy and I kept losing and finally I was like, all right, I guess I'll just move on because I can't beat him. And then like I realized that later on if I had just gone back after going through the next portion and then moving backwards. I would have been strong enough, but yeah, I mean, there's like I said, there's strategy in these games, and you know, there's mm-hmm. um, all sorts of like really interesting things that you can do with things like glitches, especially in the old games, because cheat codes and mm-hmm. weird little 
bugs, basically, in the programming <laughs> made a lot of really cool things interesting. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Like, there's 150 Pokemon, technically, wow. in uh -huh. this game. Damn, However, there is two more things that you can catch. Uh, one of them will crash your game if you save the game after catching it. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's best to just be like, oh, I caught it, and then turn off the game. Um, oh. without saving. But that is called Missing No, which means missing number. Um, it was plans for a Pokemon that they were going to put in to sort of tease the next game. Uh, and then they just sort of ran out of memory space. So and they, they didn't got take rid all of, the code out. Right. So. And they, they missed a little bit of something. So like if you trigger a few certain events, you can then go to this one location in the game, kind of go back and forth a few times and you'll find this Pokemon that is literally like it, like there's even no artwork for it. It's just like this, it looks like a broken piece of code really. Wow. Um, and that's why it just crashes your game because it has no real data. So hmm. yeah, so that, that's an interesting aspect interesting. to it. Um, and then there's a uh, Mew, which is interesting because Pokemon oh, number yeah. 150 is Mew two, but 151 is Mew, okay. <laughs> which is kind of backwards in a way, but yeah. Um, Mewtwo is a clone of Mew. Like that was like oh. genetically done. It's there's a little bit of dark stuff in this game. Like I think <laughs> as a kid, you kind of like don't get it. Yeah. But when you sure. get closer to the end of the game, like you find out like these little diaries of scientists who were uh doing experiments, and then you realize that like, oh wait, the scientists are no longer here. I wonder why. Oh you know? weird. And it's like, oh well, it's mostly because he like killed them, basically, like set the place <laughs> on fire. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> wow. I love Again, like, I love that there is so much story involved. I, I really, I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, Pokemon, I, I think, is very interesting. And it's great because the world is batshit insane, right? You're right. a 10-year-old who's given a dangerous monster, set out <laughs> onto the world. And you are supposed <laughs> to get eight badges to go fight four adults and your childhood best friend, um, Aww. to get like a, you know, like a huge championship, like spot in the hall of fame with these Meanwhile, monsters that are super dangerous. Yes, at this exactly. Point. Meanwhile, you also are expected to thwart the plans of a terrorist organization. Whoa. Yes. That wow. also, <laughs> yeah, that also operates with like half of its people are like street thugs essentially like i don't <laughs> like that word necessarily but like i don't know what other what other use, word to use for because it's just these yeah. kind of like lackeys that are out there like eh, we're gonna steal your pokemon you know <laughs> hey kid come over here give us that charmander and you're like i mean no and they're like okay guess i'm I gonna mean, have to no. beat it out you here comes a bat pokemon and you're like okay i'm gonna take oh that down God. in one hit and they're like i can't believe i lost the boss is not gonna like this one it's like really, really weird. Wow, that was a really good voice. I liked yeah. that voice a lot. <laughs> Thank you. I enjoy yeah. using that voice a lot. That's a really um, good one. Uh, and it's great because, you know, then there's always like other guys that are like, uh, like, hey, boss, uh, this kid's kind of beating our butts. What are we going to do? And then he comes out and like his name is Giovanni. Not so necessarily oh. like, you know, uh, stereotype anyone, but it's like right? he is a literal mob boss. He's right. like a little short, like a you know. He kind of looks Italian. Um, Nintendo likes game. the Italian characters. Don't I was they? gonna say like that's strange. Yeah. yeah, that's really. And he's hmm. like, eh, "What are you doing to my people?" Eh? And then he comes out and he's like, 
Uh, he's like Mario's like long lost brother that like <laughs> I guess they all forgot about. It's like Mario, Luigi, Giovanni. Mario and Luigi are like, hey, we're gonna go on adventures, uh, saving the princess. And then Giovanni's like, I'm gonna fight the kid. And they're like, whoa, brother. <laughs> That is a little evil. And he's like, I don't give a shit. And they're like, oh my goodness. Right? You know, it's, it's fantastic stuff. But yeah, so it's like, you know, you have to do all this stuff. And it's crazy. Like, I feel like as much as I like Pokemon, uh, if I was a 10-year-old and someone was like, hey, go fight this terrorist, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Like, yeah. no thanks. Like, Taco's good out here, y'all. Like, I'm I'm fine where I'm at. Um <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, again, it's just to give you a lot of story. And as any game goes, it's like, you have to find certain things in order to progress past this point. So there's yes. a lot of like, go back to this place to get this. And now you can unlock that. But in order to move to the next thing, you have to go back to this place. And it's, you know, yeah, yeah. it's a mm-hmm. lot of run around. And- it actually, it really, really reminds me a lot of the original Legend of Zelda. I mean, yeah. without, mm. the, well, no, but you do battle, you do fight. Right. You don't like level up, of course, but like going back and forth and back. I started playing the original one recently again and mm-hmm. got super into it. And it's really hard. It Old is games hard. are hard. It is hard because you have to, like, there is so much involved in. But I would say, even in that game, there is not that much story. Yeah, yeah you know? no, that's true. That's true. Not nearly as much. They got like, into more of it later as the franchise developed. Yeah, I think. But yeah, it was it was also a lot earlier than this. The graphics look yeah. similar. It's a similar right, style right. because I mean, this that's is a part Game of Boy what's game. Reminding me of it. Yes. Well, but, it's but, also crazy because like the cartridges um, were basically the size of like three USB sticks side by side. Yeah, they were tiny. And yet, oh. they held like less than a megabyte, I think, of data. Oh, wow. Um, or maybe it was like two megabytes total or something. And back then that seemed like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the kind of like wild thing about it. But I mean, you know, they were fitting as much data as they could. And that's one of the reasons why there's a lot of things that you don't find in this game that you can find later on. Because as technology gets better... They can put more and more and more stuff into one piece of information that they that used to take like five bits of information right. sort of deal. Mm. Um, you know, they get a lot better at condensing things. And in the second yeah. generation, you can start in a different region and then come back and visit the region that we're in right now, which was oh. like unheard of because it was yeah. the same size like cartridge. The whole game but- is in. Right, but it was like this two games game, in yeah. one, and it was, Ooh. and they did a lot of condensing of data and stuff like that to make it work. But I mean, it was cool, and I was like, "Whoa, what? I can go to two places." <laughs> it's um, so creative. So yeah. you're fighting a Squirtle right now, and you yes. just switched your Pokemon that was attacking it, right? Right. Yeah. So you know, um, because Charmander is weak against water, and now at uh. level eight, Squirtle knows a move called Bubble. Uh, Bubble would sort of like. Uh, I mean, it would basically just fuck Charmander's life up. I mean, like, Charmander mm-hmm. would be like, oh, no. Um, so, you know, he's got to keep that flame lit and a bubble could potentially, well, it's not really going to put it out, but, you know, that's the, that's his fear or whatever. He's yeah. just, he's just weak against water. Um, Interesting. And, like, I picked up this Pokemon that I just used to defeat that Squirtle, which is Nidoran. And, uh, I used him because, uh, I'm trying to level him up because he will be good against the first gym leader that we find, uh. whereas Charmander will not be. Charmander is also weak against rock and ground type. Mm. Um, 
they don't use any rock or ground type moves, I think, to kind of make it easier on you. That's, like, the one easy thing that they do. But, like, all of his moves are not effective. So they do, like, two damage, and they have, like, 20 health. Uh, you know, so it's like you got to have someone who can go up against them. Uh, and uh, that's just sort of, you know, your whole thing. So I now that I've beaten him, I'm actually going to finally move on. Um, when I finally put all this stuff together, like, I will probably play this game much further than where we are now, just so I can kind of okay. s- put yeah. some extra footage in of, like, what yeah. it looks like later, just so it's not an hour of me fighting the same three Pokemon. <laughs> um <laughs> But, yeah, oh, it takes and, a long time, though. Like, it's oh a process to get through. Right. Oh, and so, just so everyone is, is aware. So, in this is the very first city that you come to, and you can see there's a gym here, right? Mm-hmm. But I can't mm-hmm. fight that gym. That's actually the eighth gym. Um, oh. And uh, so, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you have to go all the way over, and then you have to come all the way back, uh-huh. which is nice because then you're right next to the road that takes you to uh, the Pokemon Leagues, Right. Now, how much of a spoiler do you want me to give, like, as to who that eighth gym leader is? Oh, go for it. Oh, yeah, do it. Spoil it. So, you, uh, for the first time in, like, the fifth city, um, which is Cerulean City, um, which is where the fourth gym is at, um, you fight, for the first time, Giovanni, right? Uh And then you fight him again in the seventh city, which is where the sixth badge is, um... And uh, but you don't fight him at that gym. You just fight him in that same city, um, in Saffron City, and you fight him again. And he's like, "Okay, well, kid, things are not looking good, right?" And he leaves you alone for a bit. And then you fight the sixth, and you fight the seventh gym leader. And you're like, "On to the eighth, and then I can go to the Pokemon leagues." And you walk in, oh. and it's Giovanni. Oh no! <laughs> and he's like, "I'm your it's like." He's like, hey, kid, I'm the last step between you and the uh, Pokemon League. Hey, let's, uh, let's do this thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill you. You know, and you're like, oh, no. Um, but like, That the, sucks. It, it's so funny. Like, it's so typical, I think, like, I don't want to say it's typical Japan story, but like, I guess it's like Japanese, like, anime kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? You beat him and he's like, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong yeah. with how yeah. I treat Pokemon. I'm going to uh. disband Team Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just dis- disbands his terrorist organization. Wow. And he's like, goodbye forever. <laughs> That's it. Because this kid has beaten him three times and he's like, maybe I treat Pokemon wrong. Oh my God, that's hilarious. My very strong ones couldn't fight this kid. Like, he's got a passion and he wants them to be good. And, you know, I am not. I love that they built this whole world. And then it- it's like, it- it's like one of those. I don't know, like, I feel like we watch movies a lot that are, like, they just had to wrap it up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was like, ah, uh, shit. I mean, We've okay, let's just- got this subplot going on. we got to wrap this up Let's somehow. just bring Giovanni back. I can't think of any more names. Yeah. Just bring back Giovanni. So you right. just got a new, did you just get a new Pokemon? I did. I got a Caterpie, <laughs> but, like, his last name, the last bit of his name looks like Pi. So I yeah. always name him after a different type of pie. Uh, nice. So yeah. because we're kind of still in the holiday season, I feel like pecan <laughs> pie works a lot for uh, <laughs> Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I named him pecan pie. I am very desperately going to try to find a Pikachu before this oh, video nice. is over. Like I would uh, love to get to the gym, but like I really want to find a Pikachu. So I'm going to have to so spend a lot of time. So you're just wandering around looking for wild pokemon yeah to battle yeah, and level to, up. To, to fight and then yeah to level up to fight and then it's like for example 
this guy is like absolutely useless, right? This Kakuna. Um, <laughs> like he does nothing. Now, this is kind of a cool thing, right? So you were talking earlier about how Pokemon evolve, right? Yeah, and I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Yeah, so they evolve at different levels. So Charmander, for example, evolves at level 16. And then he evolves one more time at 36. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes from Char- Charmander to Charmeleon to Charizard, which I like. That's probably like my main favorite, but like, uh-huh. I just, I really love my son, Charmander. Um, <laughs> he's my good little flame boy. And I think he's great. Um, and like, he's I can give him cute. a hug easier than Charizard. Um, yeah. yeah. Who is like a giant flame And not dragon. accidentally die. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, now, Pikachu, for example, only evolves when you use something called the Thunderstone. Um, so leveling is like leveling up sometimes is not enough to evolve Pokemon. Some Pokemon don't evolve. Oh. Kakuna, the useless Pokemon, is the evolved version of this guy, Weedle. Um, oh. And uh, the 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 one thing that's kind of nice, I feel like the one thing that they do give you that's like easy, quote unquote, is they give you two Pokemon very early on that mm-hmm. evolve very quickly. Okay. However, they even their most evolved forms are not very strong. Mm. So, you know, people sometimes capture them, evolve them up to help them get through the first gym leader or two, and then they never use them again. Um, but Weedle and Caterpie both evolve at level seven, uh, okay. and they evolve into these two different types of cocoon Pokemon. Um, mm. And uh, then they um, evolve again at level 10. Uh, into uh, either a bee, which is what uh, Weedle evolves into. And since mm-hmm. his name is Weedle, I'm going to name him Blaze It. <laughs> Blaze nice. It. Nice. And uh, the Caterpie evolves into a Pokemon called Butterfree, which is like a butterfly. Um, <laughs> and so they, they evolve very quickly. But Metapod and Kakuna, the two Cocoon Pokemons, are just trash pokemon <laughs> so you have to like do a lot of like grinding with putting them out and then taking them back out so that they can you know get experience points but not have to be in a battle where they can't do much mm-hmm. um but it's pretty cool i mean like wow and the one thing that is nice is that these guys are all bug pokemon so charmander is just ripping them to shreds which is <laughs> yeah. pretty lovely but yeah now i've got like five pokemon you can only hold six at a time that was um, another one of my questions. Oh. Which is different than Pokemon Go, because like you can have like yeah. upwards of like two hundred on you. Yeah. Um, but you don't turn these guys in for experience points. That's like the one piece that's different, right? You know, like mm. it's in Pokemon what Go you- is like you're gonna grind them down for Pokemon candy. It's odd. <laughs> um Yeah. What so if you have six and you <laughs> want another one, you just have to pick one to get rid of? Uh, so you have something uh, like you have a computer that you can go to. There's a guy named Bill, which is like very odd that they're just like Bill Bill's and Gary. PC. Yeah. Um, Bill's PC is just like open for you to use. Um, oh. And he has like a storage system, essentially. So when you when you have six Pokemon, then you go and you capture a seventh, for example, um, it gets stored in the PC. And so oh. if you want to swap them out, you deposit. Oh, one. Ooh, I just smacked my microphone. Um, you deposit one and you pick up another one. And I and I think that's cool. And that's, you know, where the strategy comes in because yeah, that is cool. there's more than six types. So you have to be very right. conscious of like what types you're using and like what yeah. you think you're going to use to go against a deluge of Pokemon. So we've talked a little bit about your network and yes. 
you've mentioned a couple of your shows, but why don't you tell us about all of that? Tell us, yeah, and wh- tell people where they can find you and yeah. stuff like that. Sure, sure. So um, I am the um, like LLC owner of uh, the Scavengers Network, which is a little group that I initially started with some friends from back home Mm. um, that was just kind of something to use for us to have an excuse to like get together and play video games Mm -hmm. online when I went off to college. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, when I went back to college Mm -hmm. at the age of 25. Um, But, (laughs) you know, it started with that. And then, you know, I – sorry, I'm trying to think of the best way to to summarize this. Uh, Okay, here we go. So – I that's when I was in a marketing class and I made the decision that um, my two to five year goal was to get on the Forbes 30 under 30. That's what started Journey Under 30, which is a roadmap drawn in discovery. It's a show where my friend Alex Taylor and I uh, each us or every other week get together to talk about someone that should have made it to the Forbes 30 under 30, someone who's on it or just like important things for people of our age to know. Um, you know, people that are under the age of 30 have a hard time, I think, finding their way in the world because not many people actually tell you how to get there. Right. Um, and so it's very hard to figure out how will you make your mark on this world. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I did not mean to use growl. Sorry. I just made a <laughs> stupid choice. Um, and, um, and so, you know, like that show was sort of what got me hooked. I mean, like we recorded our second episode and I was like, oh, man, I got to mm-hmm. do more. Yeah. And so I started planning my next show that I was going to work on. And then the Facebook group started like a week after that. And so I was like, whoa, okay. Hey, there's over 200 people here now. And I was like, what if we started bringing in more people to make more content for this company that we started? Because we started calling it the Scavengers Network in hopes that we would have friends that would want to showcase themselves on here. It wasn't supposed to be just um, the five of us that started it, Mm -hmm. which was four straight white males and a straight white woman. Um, because that's not what we wanted to showcase. We wanted to showcase anyone and everyone. Sure. Um, and except for bigots and bigots are not allowed. Um, yeah. no, <laughs> fuck those people. It, it, it's a very common rule, you know, just, just be cool. You right. Know? Um, but, uh, so then we pretty much early on, um, put out a podcast network proposal on the Mimbim Bambino podcasters Facebook group. And I was mm-hmm. like, Hey, would anybody be willing to like come work with us and, do this thing it's like you know we know none of us are really going to be making any money off of it anytime soon but the big Mm -hmm. thing is that we get together and like really talk about each other's shows a lot and we collaborate as much as possible just a note as you were talking about your network coming together uh charmander evolved yeah he did evolve and i think that was great because that was really good timing it was really good timing because that's exactly (laughs) what we did we evolved and we moved forward and i thought that was fantastic you have such um, that, great shows, and yeah. Thank you. you yeah, and you know, Spooky Spouses joined us, and then Academy Outcast, and mm-hmm. State Your Case, mm-hmm. Historical Hotties, mm-hmm. um, and then we gathered uh, people together to create Myth Takes yeah. um, to do a Monster of the Week show. It's a tabletop role-playing game, um, and we have a rotating cast of different members from our network, so we're not all on the same episode at the same time, mm-hmm. because 11 people talking at the same time would be a nightmare. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. But uh, it's, I mean, it's just so much fun to do. Um, I love working with these people. And I guested on a lot of great shows this year, like Blink and You'll Miss It, which has, which was hosted mm-hmm. by James Anderson, someone mm-hmm. that you ho- talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, that show is not on our network, but I just really loved being involved in that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and so we have a few more shows that have joined on since then, um, such as uh, Amateur Detective Club, Intentional Sounding, and 
um, a new show that is coming to us pretty soon um, that I we actually don't know the name of it yet. We haven't determined that. Um, that is a kind of next step for us in that game, but uh, in that podcasting game, rather. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm very excited for where it's all going That's and what great. it will all become. That's great. Um, and you can find them, uh, the, 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 the network, essentially, on Twitter, at ScavengersNet, um, on Instagram, at ScavengersNetwork. Facebook is Facebook.com slash the Scavengers Network. We have a website that is like half under construction. I've been working on it for a while. It's just very hard to put the amount of content that we have mm. onto this website. It's just, it is so much. Um, but scavengersnetwork.com is where you can find people like the few sponsors that we do have. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find information on like our Patreon if you you know want to be invested and get like, you know, behind the scenes um, special little things from people like Jordan Reed or bonus episodes of Myth Take, stuff like that. And uh, if you want to find me personally, you can always find me at Colin M. Parker, which is C-O-L-I-N-M-P-A-R-K-E-R. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm the same on Twitter and Instagram. I feel like I learned so much about Pokemon, and it was so fun talking to you. And we appreciate it so much, and we're honored that we're your last recording of 2018, or I'm sorry, Collaborate Team. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you so much for having me. Love this show. Thank it's you. great to be on a show that has uh i feel bad that like you know people got um some really high-end people you know some very special guests on this show <laughs> uh, like ken marino and then they're like and then colin parker oh, like, stop. are you kidding me no 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 that's not no that's not what we're about man no you're uh we are very excited to have you ken and- marino doesn't know shit about pokemans yeah at the end of the day, podcasters are just like Pokemon. You got to catch them all. <laughs> hey, that's a perfect ending. Well thank done, you. sir. That was perfect. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much. And um, yeah, do check out the Scavengers Network and Collins, all of Collins' shows and all the shows on there. I mean, really, there are some just great shows. So... Uh, thank you so much for listening. We love you very much and appreciate you. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that for now. Uh, thanks to Graham McRae for our artwork. Thank you to Fifi Folios for our internet stuff. Thanks to Minus Violet for our music. Until next time. See you in the 90s. 90s.